بله Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you are connected from. I want to welcome everyone to another section of Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. First, I would like to thank our highly esteemed sister Amarak Ma and esteemed co-host for the opportunity to lead today's intercessory prayer. The prayer points have been posted on the chat group today. We pray of thanksgiving to God for the gift of salvation to all men and the authority in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And our scripture will be taken from Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 to 11, NET translation I read. As a result of God exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee we bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Esteemed family, with the heart of thanksgiving to God for the gift of salvation of mankind, especially those who were once trapped in the bondage of kidnapping and ritualistic killings, but have been delivered by the power or by the power in the name of Jesus Christ. The light of God's word and the continued intercession of the righteous. We're going to declare that the testimony of their transformed lives will inspire more harvest into God's kingdom. Pray fervently in the victorious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Mercy, family, let's kindly unmute our mic and begin to pray in tongues of the Spirit using the above prayer points. Ela 
Heavenly Father, we bless your holy name. As we thank you for the salvation of mankind. Especially those who have been delivered from the trap of killing and ritualists. May their testimonies be a transforming voice to those that are still being held in the dungeon of the enemy. For this December period, many have entered into wrong arm, but because we are interceding, their salvation also will be guaranteed in the name of Jesus Christ. And many also have been lured to the village for for ritual sacrifices, but we are interceding on their behalf. The salvation of the Christ Jesus will reach out to them. The power and authority in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ will deliver them from the plot of the evil world. Their destiny will never be sacrificed on the altar of impunity. We declare salvation unto them in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare divine intervention in the name of Jesus Christ. We bless your holy name for you have answered our prayer. For in Jesus, the most beautiful name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much, esteemed family, for the awesome time of prayer. I'd like to thank our early esteemed sister Amaratma and esteemed co-host for the opportunity to lead. Thank you, esteemed family, for being part of today's intercessory prayer. Thank you for the changes you are causing around the world. Thank you, esteemed prayer team, for the sacrifice and labor of love. God bless you. Right now, I will end over to the praise and worship team for the next section. Thank you all and do enjoy the rest of the devotion. Over to you, praise and worship team. God bless you. Father, we worship you. We glorify your name. Hallelujah. Most worthy King of kings, we adore you, sovereign Lord of all. God Almighty, righteous King, we adore you, wonderful Lord of lords, oh, most worthy King of kings, we adore you, sovereign Lord of all, oh, that of glory, righteous King, we adore you. Wonderful Lord of Lords, oh, your name is great in all the earth, your name we adore forever and ever, sovereign King, your throne is forever, righteous and holy you are. Oh, your name is great in all of the earth. Your name we adore forever and ever. Sovereign King, 
Your throne is forever, righteous and holy you are. Oh, Mashadaya, most worthy King of kings, Lord, we adore you, sovereign Lord of all. Oh, God of glory, righteous King, we adore you, wonderful Lord of lords. Oh, most worthy King of kings, we adore you, sovereign Lord of all. Hey, God of glory, righteous King, we adore you. Wonderful Lord of Lords. Hey, your name is great in all the earth. Your name we adore forever and ever. Sovereign King, your throne is forever. Righteous and holy you are. Hey, your name is great in all the earth. Your name we adore forever and ever. Sovereign King, your throne is forever. Righteous and holy you are. Holy are you, Lord. Hallelujah. Awesome are you, Lord. Hallelujah. Our ever-loving King. Hallelujah. Righteous and holy you are, hey, holy are you, Lord, hallelujah, awesome are you, Lord, hallelujah, our ever-loving King, hallelujah. Righteous and holy you are, oh, holy are you, Lord, hallelujah, awesome are you, Lord, hallelujah, our ever-loving King, hallelujah. Righteous and holy you are, hey, hallelujah, hallelujah, hey, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 
Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, our dear Father, most worthy King of Kings. Oh, you are indeed worthy, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for building our lives with the blocks of your word. Thank you for giving us the spirit of all truth who guides us in truth, guides us in the path of truth. Thank you for today, Wednesday, the 12th, 13th of December, 2023. Thank you for your word to us through the days. Thank you for this journey of wisdom and of focus. Thank you for realignment. Thank you for restoration. Thank you, Lord. You are gracious. You are kind. Glory to your name forevermore. In the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Somebody shout glory. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Welcome to another time of devotion. Praise God. The Lord is gracious and he's kind. If you're connected here, you are in for the best season of your life. Today is a special day. And the Rhapsody of Realities article for today says, Peace, the work of righteousness. Peace, the work of righteousness. Thank you so much, esteemed sister Harriet. Thank you, Ma, for the time of worship. Glory to God. Thank you, prayer team. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace, the work of righteousness. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Matthew 5 and verse 16. Isaiah 32 and verse 17 says, And the work of righteousness shall be peace. And the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 21. So when the Bible talks about the work of righteousness being peace, it's telling you what you must produce as a result of your nature. Your work is to establish peace. Praise God. Um, I want to touch on something today. I've observed it um, through the years as a leader. Um, often you find in groups where you have people, of course, um, you know the saying where they say there's bound to be misunderstanding. Um, for instance, they say where there are several women quarrel, there has to be quarrel. 
brothers and sisters, those are lies from the pit of hell. A group is often the reflection of the leader. If a leader is full of love, you find that it will rub off on the members and they will exhibit love one towards another. If the leader is for peace, you will barely have any member quarreling. Through the years, I've always had a lot of ladies in my groups and beautiful ladies at such, but they were all friends. No matter how many they were, there was unity and there was peace. Is a reflection of the leader. Today's Rhapsody is telling us as individuals that our work is to establish peace. And it starts from you. Number one, you. Are you at peace? Because you can only give what you have. Pastor will say that frustrated people frustrate others. If you are frustrated as a leader, take time. Cut off, go look for somewhere, stay there for three days, fast and pray and deal with the matter because you are going to pass the frustration on your members and they will in turn pass it amongst themselves and on those. And over time, your group will stop growing because people will not join a group of frustrated people. So if you are dealing with something that's making you feel frustrated, you better... You better not engage the brethren because you'll be reacting in anger, you'll be speaking in anger, you'll be um, um, everything you'll be doing will be a reflection of your frustration on the inside. And if you are frustrated, you frustrate others. Pastor says, hurting people hurt others, frustrated people frustrate others. So when you find a leader who is frustrated, Everything that happens adds to the frustration. Then are you that leader that they, your members can come and gossip another person with? Ma, did you know what this person said about you? The person they are saying said something about you is also your member. And you joined another member, you people are talking about it. And then by the time that person leaves you, a seed of discord has been sown. When you now see that person that they say spoke about you, you already are angry at the sight of the person. What happened? Information. When they are telling you this person said something, you say, oh, okay, please let me call her. Just hold on. Let me call her. Let me put her on speaker. You say, eh, hey, sister, so so and so is here. She said, you said this about me. That's the last day that person will come and gossip with you. That's how you kill gossip in your group. If the person, you will notice that the person will say, no, 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 no. Um, Pastor Ma, um, um, sister Ma, no, 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 no. Dear Ma, esteemed Ma, you don't have to call her. You don't, no, no, no. I have to call her. I have to call her. You cannot be telling me that she said something about this. She's not here to defend herself. So I want to hear from her. And if she said it so that I will know what to do. Maybe it's something I did that made her say it. And leaders, let's say you even hear that a member said something about you. Hmm? I'll tell you how I think. And I'll tell you how I approach issues. Because when you walk with God, you grow and you mature 
in dealing with matters of life. First and foremost, I have learned from pastor to forgive ahead of an offense. So I've learned to predict offenses and to forgive. Often, an easy way of prediction is understanding the character of the person you are dealing with. You know that in leadership, you would attract <laughs> what somebody called the good, the bad, and the ugly. You attract those that are very good with, in character. You attract those that are bad in character. You attract those that are very ugly in their character. It because, it because of how they were raised. Some grew up in families where there were no manners. No manners. Anybody spoke to, everybody spoke to everybody anyhow. Everybody treated everybody anyhow. Especially people who grew up in polygamous family where there was always antagonism. Where they were always fighting. There were always discord and disagreement. They come out, come to school, come to the society, come to church with that character of antagonism. Everyone is an enemy, just the way they deal in their house. So they never believe the best of anybody. They see everybody as an enemy, unknown to them. It's not, most times it's not intentional, but it's a character that's been built. And brothers and sisters, that's why when you come to Christ, Romans 2, from verse 2, tells us that what God wants to do is that he wants to transform your life through the renewal of your mind. Your mind has to be renewed. You have to unlearn certain things. You have to relearn certain things. You have to clean your mind of certain doctrines and lifestyles. You're coming from a place where you people are always fighting. You will not bring that character to church. Ah, sister, so, so, and so. Yesterday, in choir Riaza, she fought with brother this person. And last week, Saturday, it was sister this person. Have you, have you ever had such members? Then there are those who, members who sow discord amongst the brethren. Remember when we we're reading um, one of the meditations that we have, the seven things that God hates. He said the one, the last one says, the, those who sow discord amongst the brethren is some of the things that God detests. So you as the leader, you must be able, I'm already taking you on a leadership class. You must be able to manage all these different people without sowing the seed of discord. This one seems to have an ugly character. Yes, but are you seeing the picture of the polished one that the word of God has transformed her life? And you see, because we in leadership, we deal with the spiritual, we deal with the word of God that has the ability to change any man. There's no place for giving up on anybody. There's no place for losing anybody to the devil. I will pray for you. I will talk, I will declare words for you on my knees. You know, recently, I have members who, um, when I took over this particular cell I'm leading, it was it was quite a um a, a small cell, and then there were members who had left who weren't a, a part of the team I took over from, and then I got all the list and I had all the names. And through the years, I have an agreement with God: I don't lose members, and members don't leave me, and I don't give up on members. So I will look at their names, and I will say, "You are coming back." <laughs> You are coming back. You will do this work of the heaven. You will give. You will sow. You would enjoy the heaven. And all of a sudden, that height has been happening. There's one who has been away for almost a year. Almost a year. 
just called me with another number and says, I saw that you've been trying to reach me on my other number for a while now. And, um, oh, it's been a terrible year. I said, right. <laughs> when you leave the world, when you disconnect from the brethren, it's actually going to be a terrible year. Anyways, this person is back in the cell. Her first meeting in the cell, she gave her seat. She gave her first seat. When my governor saw it, my governor was screaming. He said, where did, where did you get this lady from? I said that to say that the leader will get what the leader wants. So if you are for peace, be for peace. Fight for peace amongst your brethren. These two, they don't see eyeball to eyeball. What are you going to do about it? As you join the, the propagation of the news that are ah, those two sisters, they don't even, they are cat and dog, you don't see eyeball to eyeball. You are making a confession about two of your members. Do you realize that? Say no. You go back in your room, you kneel, you say, Father, my members, in my team, there's, there's only peace. There's only life. There's only love. There's joy unspeakable forever. My members are happy people. My members are giving people. My members are loving people. They love each other with a passion. Agape reigns in my team. Or you are the one that is joining the discord propagating the gossip and the malice. You gossip with one member, that same member. You will gossip another, with another person for that member. Don't be that kind of leader. Don't be that kind of leader. Your work is to establish peace. That's what got me to all of these stories. Your work is to establish peace. The word peace is from the Hebrew shalom. And it refers to the totality of the human welfare. Now we're delving into another area of this peace. It's not just peace in terms of peace amongst the brethren. Health, prosperity. Do you know that as a leader, you can cause your members to dwell in health? As a leader, you can cause your members to dwell in prosperity. See, if you join my cell and you were not prospering before you prosper, go and ask my members. You will prosper. If you were sick, you will come to health. I don't even need to announce that. You people know that in inspired by the word because we have the weapons to fight. We win when it comes to health matters. We will use our confession. We will use our communion. We will use everything. We will use our meditation. We will meditate on health. We always win. So your work is to produce health, prosperity, and peace. I'm using your members as an example today so that you can come home. And if you're here, you're not a leader. How are you not a leader in this end-time army? This end-time work we are doing, how are you not a leader? Remember the words of the Lord Jesus in John 9 and verse 5. He said, as long as I am in this world, I'm the light of the world. As long as I'm in that cell, I'm the light of the cell. As, I'm lo as long as I'm in that team, as long as I'm in that place of work, that organization, that business industry, I'm the light of the industry. He didn't say those things just to distinguish himself alone. He said it so we would know to speak accordingly. He has said so that we may say. You are the bearer of his peace. Say it wherever you are. Say, I'm the bearer of the peace of Christ. Places where there had been war, bloodshed, hostility. That's what I'm talking about. Hostility amongst your brethren. And wanton destruction of lives and properties. Can have peace when you show up. You become the cell leader. Everybody's in love with each other. Your members even want to marry each other. Some of you, your members so hate each other, they don't even want to, they don't, they don't even like each other. How can you have a team of 100 and nobody married themselves inside? Go and find out about my members. Many of them have married themselves through the years. Darkness is dispelled and the righteousness of God is established. Hallelujah. Our God is the God of peace. Therefore, peace in the nation is his will. The Lord Jesus said in John 4, 
14, 27. Peace I live with you. My peace I give unto you. How the world needs this today. The peace that only Jesus gives. Who are the ones to help others and the nations experience this extraordinary life of peace through prayer, the preaching of the gospel, and our works of righteousness. First Timothy 2, 1 to 2 says, I exhort them for the first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, that we may lead a quiet and all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. That's it. Peace with extraordinary grace. See, leaders, leaders, if you would proclaim peace, if you would establish peace in your team, if you insist on peace, there would be, it comes with, remember we're talking about wisdom, I would say wisdom tags along with wealth, with, with um, um, honor, with power, with might, with greatness. It says this peace comes with extraordinary grace for prosperity, for excellence, for preservation and rest. Your members will not die. Members who are always fighting, that's where you find that they just said that one member did not wake up in the morning. I've not led a team through the years where a member died. I don't know if you get it. This is it. Extraordinary grace for prosperity, excellence, preservation, and rest will mantle the nations, mantle your team, mantle your members, and the hearts of men as we pray for all men, as we carry out our works of righteousness. So it makes no difference, the turmoil, distress, and troubles in, your, in the world, in, the, in today's world, in your team, in your environment. Decree peace, health, and prosperity for your city and for your nation. And of course, for yourself, for your PCF, for your unit, for your fellowship outreach, for your choir team, whatever the team that you lead. My time is far up. I hope that you got something. I'll hand over to Pastor Inye for the, the next segment. God bless you. Thank you, Mark, for your segment. I decree peace over my nation. In the name of Jesus. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connected from. I'm going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion. And I'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody. Praise God. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Let your light so shine before men. And they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Romans 5, 17. For if because of one man's trespass, lapse, offense, death went through that one, much more surely would, will those who receive God's perfect grace, unmerited favor, and the free gift of righteousness, putting them into right standing with himself, reign as kings in life through the one man Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. Isaiah 32 17. And the effect of righteousness will be peace. Eternal and external, and the result of righteousness will be quietness and confident trust forever. Praise the Lord. Please, let's take the prayer together. Dear Father, on the expression of your will and the nature of your righteousness, and I enforce your peace, health, and prosperity wherever I go. I decree peace over my city and nation. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are studying the book of Revelation. We're taking Revelation chapter 5 today. Praise God. Caption, the lion is a lamb. 
I saw a scroll in the right hand of the one seated on the throne. It was written on, written on both sides, fasting the seven seals. I also saw a powerful angel calling out in a voice like thunder. Is there anyone who can open the scroll, who can break its seals? There was no one, no one in heaven, no one on earth, no one from the underworld able to break open the scroll and read it. I wept and wept and wept, but no one was found able to open the scroll, able to read it. One of the others said, don't weep. Look, the lion from the tribe, Judah, the root of David's tree, has conquered. He can open the scroll, can rip through the seven seals. So I looked, and there, surrounded by throne, animals and elders, was a lamb slaughtered by standing tall, seven horns he had, and seven eyes, the seven spirits of God sent into all the earth. He came to the one seated on the throne and took the scroll from his right hand. The moment he took the scroll, the four animals and twenty-four elders fell down and worshipped the lamb. Each had a sharpen, each had a bow. A good bowl filled with incense, the prayers of God's holy people. And they sang a new song. Worthy, take the scroll, open its seals, slain, pain in blood, you brought men and women, brought them back from all over the earth, brought them back for God. Then you made them a kingdom, priests of our, for our God, priests, kings to rule over the earth. I looked again. I heard the company of angels around the throne. The animals and the elders, 10,000 times 10,000, their number, thousand after thousand, after thousand, a full song. The slain lamb is worthy. Take the power, the wealth, the wisdom, the strength. Take the honor, the glory, the blessing. Then I heard every creature in heaven and earth, in underworld and sea, joining all voices in all places, singing to the one on the throne, to the lamb. The blessing, the honor, the glory, the strength. For age after age after age, the four animals called out, Oh yes, the elders fell to their knees and worshipped. Praise the Lord. We've come to the end of today's adjustment. And now it's a big thing to system account for this opportunity. God bless you too, esteemed Pastor Nye. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from. I'd like to start by thanking the esteemed Sister Martha for this great opportunity to take us through the Old Testament reading of our new Bible reading plan. Glory to God. Thank you, esteemed co-host, for all the amazing work you do. Thank you, esteemed family, for availing yourself for the devotions every morning. Glory to God. Today we'll be reading from the book of Joel, chapters 1 to 3. Joel 1, caption, get in touch with reality and weep. God's message to Joel, son of Pethuel, attention, elder statesmen, listen closely, everyone, whoever and wherever you are. Have you ever heard of anything like this? Has anything like this ever happened before, ever? Make sure you tell your children and your children tell their children and their children, their children. 
Don't let this message die out. What the chewing locust left, the goblin locust ate. What the goblin locust left, the munching locust ate. What the munching locust left, the chomping locust ate. Sober up, you drink, you drunks. Get in touch with reality and weep. Your supply of booze is cut off. You're on the wagon like it or not. My country's been invaded by an army invisible, past numbering, teeth like those of a lion, fangs like those of a tiger. It has ruined my vineyards, stripped my orchards, and clear-cut the country. The landscapes, a moonscape. Weep like a young virgin dressed in black, mourning the loss of her fiancé. Without grain and grapes, worship has been brought to a standstill in the sanctuary of God. The priests are at a loss. God's ministers don't know what to do. The fields are sterile. The very ground breathes. The wheat fields are lifeless. Vineyards dried up. Olive oil gone. Dirt farmers despair. Grape growers wring your hands. Lament the loss of wheat and barley. All crops have failed. Vineyards dried up. Fig trees withered. Pomegranates, dates, palms, and apple trees, dead wood everywhere. And joy is dried up and withered in the hearts of the people. Caption, nothing's going on in the place of worship. And also you priests, put on your robes and join the outcry. You have, you who lead people in worship, lead them in lament. Spend the nights dressed in gunny sacks, you servants of my God. Nothing's going on in the place of worship. No offerings, no prayers, nothing. Declare a holy fast. Call a special meeting. Get the leaders together. Round up everyone in the country. Get them into God's sanctuary for serious prayer to God. What a day. Doomsday. God's judgment day has come. A strong God has arrived. This is serious business. Food is just a memory at our tables as as our joy and singing from god's sanctuary the seeds in the field are dead bands deserted grain silos abandoned who needs them the crops have failed the farm animals grown oh how they grown the cattle meal around there's nothing for them to eat not even the sheep find anything God, I pray, I cry out to you. The fields are burning up. The country is a dust bowl. Forest and prairie, fires rage unchecked. Wild animals dying of thirst. Look to you for a drink. Springs and streams are dried up. The whole country is burning up. Chapter 2, Caption, The Locust Army. Blow the ram's horn trumpet in Zion. Trumpet the alarm on my holy mountain. Shake the country up. God's judgment's on its way. The day is almost here. A black day, a doomsday. Clouds with no silver lining, like dawn lights moving over the mountains. A huge army is coming. There's never been anything like it and never will be again. Wildfire burns everything before this army. And fire licks up everything in its wake. 
before it arrives, the country is like the Garden of Eden. When it leaves, it is Death Valley. Nothing escapes uncatered. The locust army seems all horses, galloping horses, an army of horses. It sounds like thunder leaping on mountain ridges, all like the roar of wildfire through grass and brush, all like an invisible army shouting for blood, ready to fight, straining at the beat. At the sight of this army, the people panic, faces white with terror. The invaders charge, they climb barricades, nothing stops them. Each soldier does what he's told, so disciplined, so determined. They don't get in each other's way. Each one knows his job and does it. Undaunted and fearless and unswavering, unstoppable. They storm the city, swarm its defenses, loot the houses, breaking down doors, smashing windows. They arrive like an earthquake, sweep through like a tornado. Sun and moon turn out their lights. Stars black out. God himself blows in thunder as he commands his forces. Look at the size of that army and the strength of those who obey him. God's judgment day great and terrible who can possibly survive this caption change your life but there is also this it's not too late god's personal message come back to me and really mean it come fasting and weeping sorry for your sins change your life not just your clothes come back to god your god and here's why god is kind and merciful he takes a deep breath, puts up with a lot. This most patient God, extravagant in love, always ready to cancel catastrophe. Who knows? Maybe he will do it now. Maybe he will turn around and show pity. Maybe when all said and done, there will be blessings full and robust for your God. Blow the ram's horn trumpet in Zion. Declare a day of repentance, a holy fast day. Call a public meeting. Get everyone there. Consecrate the congregation. Make sure the elders come. But bring in the children too, even the nursing babies, even men and women on their honeymoon. Interrupt them and get them there. Between sanctuary entrance and altar, let the priests, God's servants, weep tears of repentance. Let them intercede. Have mercy, God, on your people. Don't abandon your heritage to content. Don't let the pagans take over and rule them and sneer. And so, where is this God? And sneer. And so, where is this God of theirs? At that, God went into action to get his land back. He took pity on his people. God answered and spoke to his people. Look, listen, I'm sending a gift, grain and wine and olive oil. The fast is over. Eat your fill. I won't expose you any longer to contend among the pagans. I'll head off the final enemy coming out of the north and dump them in a wasteland. Half of them will end up in the Dead Sea, the other half in the Mediterranean. There they'll rot, a stench to high heaven. The bigger the enemy, 
the stronger the stench. Caption, the trees are bearing fruit again. Fear not, et, be glad and celebrate. God has done great things. Fear not, wild animals. The fields and meadows are greening up. The trees are bearing fruit again. A bumper crop of fig trees and vines. Children of Zion, celebrate. Be glad in your God. He's giving you a teacher to train you how to live right. Teaching like rain out of heaven, showers of worth to refresh and nourish your soul, just as he used to do, and plenty of food for your body. Silos full of grain, casks of wine and barrels of olive oil. I'll make up for the years of the locusts, the great locusts devastation, locusts savage, locusts deadly, fierce locusts, locusts of doom, the great locusts invasion. I sent your way. You eat your fill of good food. You'll be full of praises to your God, the God who has set you back on your heels in wonder. Never again will my people be despised. You will know without question that I am in the thick of life with Israel, that I am your God, yes, your God, the one and only real God. Never again will my people be despised. Caption. The sun turning black and the moon blood red. And that's just the beginning. After that, I'll pour out my spirit on every kind of people. Your sons will prophesy. Also your daughters, your old men will dream. Your young men will see visions. I'll even pour out my spirit on the servants, men and women both. I'll set wonders in the sky above and signs in the earth below, blood and fire and billowing smoke, the sun turning black and the moon blood red. Before the judgment day of God, the day tremendous and awesome. Whoever calls, help God, get help. On Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there will be a great rescue, just as God said. Included in the survivors are those that God calls. And our last chapter for today, chapter 3, caption, God is a safe hiding place. In those days, yes, at that very time, when I put life back together again for Judah and Jerusalem, I'll assemble all the godless nations. I'll lead them down into judgment valley and put them all on trial, and judge them one and all, because of their treatment of my own people, Israel. They scattered my people all over the pagan world, and grabbed my land for themselves. They threw dice for my people, and used them for butter. They would trade, they would trade a boy for a whore, sell a girl for a bottle of wine, when they wanted a drink. As for you, Tyre and Sidon and Philistia, why should I bother with you? Are you trying to get back at me for something I did to you? If you are, forget it. I'll see to it that it boomerangs on you. You robbed me, cleaned me out of silver and gold, cutted off everything valuable to furnish your own temples. You sold the people of Judah and Jerusalem into slavery to the Greeks in faraway places. But I'm going to reverse your crime. I'm going to free those slaves. 
I'll have done to you what you did to them. I'll sell your children as slaves to your neighbors, and they'll sell them to the far-off Sibians, God's verdict. Announce this to the godless nations. Prepare for battle. Soldiers at attention. Present arms. Present arms. Advance. Turn your shovels into swords. Turn your hoes into spears. Let the weak one throw out his chest and say, I'm tough. I'm a fighter. Hurry up, pagans. Wherever you are, get, get a move on. Get your act together. Prepare to be shattered by God. Let the pagans, let the pagan nation set out for judgment valley. There I'll take my place at the bench and judge all the surrounding nations. Swing the sickle, the harvest is ready. Stomp on the grapes, the wine press is full. The wine vats are full, overflowing with vintage evil. Mass confusion, mob uproar. In decision valley, God's judgment day has arrived. In decision valley. It's, the sky turns black, sun and moon go dark. Sk stars burn out. God roars from Zion, shouts from Jerusalem, earth and sky quake in terror. But God is a safe hiding place, a granite safe house for the children of Israel. Then you know for sure that I'm your God. Living in Zion, my sacred mountain, Jerusalem will be the sacred city. Posted, no trespassing. Caption. Milk rivering out of the hills. What a day. Wine streaming off the mountains. Milk rivering out of the hills. Water flowing everywhere in Judah. A fountain pouring out of God's sanctuary. Watering all the parks and gardens. But Egypt will be reduced to weeds in a vacant, in a vacant lot. Edom turned into barren badlands. All because of brutalities to the Judean people. The, out, the atrocities and murders of helpless innocents. Meanwhile, Judah will be filled with people. Jerusalem inhabited forever. The sins I haven't already forgiven, I'll forgive. God has moved into Zion for good. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And that brings us to the end of the Old Testament reading. Thank you once again, esteem Sister Maka, for this great opportunity. I will now hand over to the affirmation team. So have a prolific day, everyone, and God bless you. God bless you too, esteemed brother Emmanuel. Okay, all protocols observed, esteemed family. Right away, we'll be going into the affirmation segment. The affirmation is on your screen. Kindly unmute your mic so we can take it together. Thank you. 
Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Esteemed family, as a reminder, the affirmation is on the Inspired by the Word space. It's one of the pain messages. Please take time to download and affirm in your personal times. God bless you. Do have a prolific day. I now hand over to the meditation team. Proverbs 11, Proverbs 13 and verse 11 is a meditation scripture for today. We're still on the subject, wisdom turn off. How many have we dealt with in the past? Who can mention them in the chat room? What are the wisdom turn offs we have dealt with? This should be the fourth, right? Laziness, falsehood, worthless pursuits that was yesterday. And then today we are dealing with hasty wealth from unjust means. I want you to look at the scripture for meditation. Thank you, esteemed doc, um, um, Sister Francisca. Thank you. Pastor Onye, thank you, Brother Emmanuel. Um, 
Wealth not end, but one in hasty or unjustly. In haste, rather, or unjustly, or from the production of things for vain or detrimental use, such riches will dwindle away. But he who gathers little by little will increase his riches. You know, the, the, the word little by little is not the little that you know. It's not talking about, so. it's not so much about in um, 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 tiny bits, right? It's talking about the gradual progression. It's talking about daily, day by day, right? Wealth not end, but one in a hasty, sorry, in haste or unjustly or from the production of things for vain or detrimental use. What are those things that people can produce for vanity? What are those things that people produce for um, detrimental use? For instance, um, um, it's funny how people produce alcohol, people produce cigarettes, and then you will see somebody say, smokers are liable to die young. Have you ever seen a pack of cigarettes with that kind of statement? That is detrimental to health, yet they are selling it to you. It says such kind of riches, they will dwindle away. Go and check the history of tobacco companies. Check the stories of the people behind them, and you will understand the scripture. See, but he who gathers will increase his riches. If you read this um, particular verse in different translation, you will fully get what he's actually saying. Um, for instance, the ICB, International Children's Bible, says money that comes easily disappears quickly, but money that is gathered little by little will slowly grow. Um, a very quick example. How many of you did Ponzi scheme? How many of you did MMM? How many of you did, um, what are their names? Give me the names. You know them. You did them. All those stuff, they are money that comes easily. They are money that are, they are hasty money, right? And you remember how they went away? Do you remember how you woke up one day and you don't see your money? Money, no day, platform, don't go. You remember? Uh, you, you, uh, okay, now Twinkers, Diana, Otto, okay, MMM. Which other one? You don't you do not remember the, my liberty family. <laughs> it did not give you liberty. <laughs> Football 86. Get help. Hey God, you were looking for liberty. What did you get? Anyways. That's what the scripture is actually talking about. You know, a lot of times, young people, and you know the funny thing, many of the people who invested into these platforms, they borrowed the money. It wasn't even their money. They borrowed it to invest. So when it crashed, it was not just their money. They were in a, in a bigger situation because they were now owing several people and some of them were literally running away. Brothers and sisters, Wealth that is not end, that is one in haste. That is one in haste or unjustly means. 
He said it will dwindle away, it will not last. Let me read you what Easy Translation says. TPT says, wealth quickly gained is quickly wasted. Easy come, easy go. But if you gradually gain wealth, you will watch it grow. Somebody says that if you grow up, you will stay up. You say if you jump up, you will come down. Should I say it again? If you jump up, you will come down. If you grow up, you will stay up. Growth is very important, right? There's the grace for, for ease. There's how God blesses us in our business. And then, you know, there's explosion, there's growth and all of that. But that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about all these alternative means where young people just want quick money. You don't even want to work. And this is why many people are doing Yahoo Yahoo. Fraudsters. This is this is where they want to collect a hundred thousand dollars for somebody who's that's the person's life earnings and savings. Say so it would dwindle away. There's the proverbs that talk about people who scam others. That's not today's message. Easy translation says if you try to get money quickly, you will not stay rich for long. Because there's the there's the principle of getting and keeping wealth. Have you ever seen people who touched money? Ah, they once had a lot of money. What made the money go? What happened? It says you will not stay rich for long, but if you are patient, you will become rich little by little. And I told you that that little by little is talking about, it's not, it's not talking about tiny bits, right? Because you can be doing a contract today in the hundreds of thousands and God gives you an opportunity to do the billions, right? It's about your faithfulness and your understanding of the principle of wealth. But you succeed and stay in that level of the billions if you have learned how to manage the resources. So if you read the different translation, you see, um, message translation says, easy come, easy go, but steady diligence pays off. So today, <clears throat> wisdom is telling you that wealth comes with wisdom, right? Wisdom can give you wealth, but wisdom requires you to diligently learn the principles of wealth. So there's a price to pay if you're going to be wealthy and if that wealth will stay. So you're not rich today and poor tomorrow. You had so much money last year. This year it was so difficult for you on every side. What happened? What happened? Brothers and sisters, let's take our wisdom affirmation. Please quickly put it on the screen. Take our wisdom affirmation and declare that you are wise. Declare that you understand the principles of wealth and you follow the principles that the that wisdom has taught us concerning wealth. You can unmute your mic and say the affirmation. I'm <laughs> <laughs> 
Praise God. The affirmation is on the inspired by the word group. It's also on the um channel. Please check the link. Join the, the channel if you're not there and access the affirmation. So you can take it on your own. God bless you. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity to honor you with our offerings as we send our offerings to our churches. Good measure, press down, reigning. Good measure, press down, shaking together and running over comes to our bosom in the name of the Lord Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, like we always say, we give our offerings through our churches our local churches so please go ahead and send your offering to your church yourselves your pcf as the case may be this is not a church so we don't accept offerings here first corinthians eleven twenty three. for i have received of the lord that which also i delivered unto you that the lord jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take it this is my body which is broken for you this doing remembrance of me father in the name of the lord jesus thank you for this bread it was broken for our sakes so that we will never be broke. In this month, this season of focus, this season of wisdom, we declare that wisdom runs its focus in us. We are aligned and we are focused on your purpose and your cause for our lives. Thank you, Lord. We will not be broken the cause of purpose. We will not be broken the things that we've been called to do. We will not be found wanting. We don't lack. We don't fail. We don't fall. We don't falter. Thank you, Father. Because they that are committed to your trust, you are able to keep and you have kept us and you are keeping us to the rapture of the church in the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Break the bread and eat it. God bless you. Verse 25, after the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped. This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do years oft as he drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's dirty. He comes, Lord, thank you. A cup of the new covenant sealed with the blood of Jesus Christ, the blood that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. Thank you, Lord. That which has been proclaimed concerning us is the life that we are living out. We were born for such a time as this, fulfilling prophecies of the end time harvest. We are vitally involved in your work on earth at this time, and you find us relevant in the house. When the rapture happens, you find us walking, busy walking for our God. Thank you, Lord. No one is lost in this house. No one walks away. No one goes astray. No one falls away from the faith. These ones are kept and preserved till the rapture of the church. In Jesus' name, amen. Please take the cup. Glory to God. In closing, if today is your birthday or you're joining us for the first time, please leave a message on the chat room. If you're joining us for the first time, tell us that um, your full name, where you're connected from and who invited you. Mary Jane, today is her birthday. Happy birthday to you, esteemed sister Mary. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, thank you for your daughter Mary. It is well with her spirit, soul, and body. You perfect all that concerns her. All is well with her. She's aligned with your plans and purpose for her life. It keeps getting better and better. In the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus, in blessing she's blessed. 
prospered and no man's dad's birthday is also today. He is blessed. He works stronger in health and in wealth. His days are just beginning. All is well with him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. David Rachel is here and she was invited by Brother Bruno. Good to have you, Sister Rachel. Welcome to the family. Sister Kamu says it's the birthday of her niece. Happy birthday to your niece. Um, Sister Shoemimo says um, it's my cousin's birthday. Happy birthday to your cousin, Sister Bosola Jibola. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed family, for a beautiful devotion. And you have heard the words of wisdom today. <laughs> I did say that in the course of this month, the adjustments that you need to make, make the adjustment because God is ready for you in 2024. Thank you for the time. We've come to the end of today's devotion. Let us unmute and share the benediction. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Love. Fellowship of the Holy Spirit.